Hi, I'm Kaylee. And I'm Taylee. And this is With With Much Much Love. We've been a part of over 500 events and weddings and have seen some crazy things. Join us weekly to expose the truth of what it's really like working in the wedding and event industry. We will discuss the current trends, interview wedding professionals, and share some of our craziest stories. We can't wait to share the honest, unsugar-coated version of what really happens behind the scenes. Welcome to With Much Love. This is Kaylee. And this is Taylee. And Taylee is texting. Are you I am yet? answering an email. <laughs> I am not texting. She's answering an email. Uh, story of our life. Yep. Never stops. Literally, Kaylee used to get mad at me because I'd answer her emails at like 10 o'clock at night that she'd forward to me just to be responded to the next day. And she's like, literally, get off your phone. I am not the boss that makes you work <laughs> late at night or makes you work like crazy hours. Like, I strictly believe in your, this is your 40 hours. Don't put any more time into it. Like, don't do anymore. Yeah, but, but if I see it, I have to respond. Otherwise, I'll forget. Turn off the notifications. No. Don't look at it. You're going to burn yourself out, Taylee. You're going to burn yourself out and then you're going to be frustrated. And this, (laughs) this industry, you can burn out so quick. You have to have one of those personalities that you can separate work from life pretty easily because this will fully consume you and it will become your entire life. Um, so yeah, this, this industry is just super, can become super stressful and you can burn yourself out. And that's why we enjoy down season just as much as we enjoy wedding season because we get to take a break, but maybe, yeah. So this week we want to actually track back, track back, uh, back track, whatever. Um, how was your week? Yeah. Um, <laughs> mine was fairly boring. Yeah, normal nine to five office job. I think I'm finally into the rhythm that I, I know what I'm doing enough that, but I had to go back. I'm, I've been there two months. Literally, I just started training because they put off training for eight weeks and were just like handing me stuff. And now that I'm going back, I'm finding stuff that I didn't do in those eight weeks. And they're like, Hey, have, has this been done? I'm like, no, cause I literally have had no training. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? <laughs> so um, I'm finally getting some training and getting caught back up on that. And it's starting to like connect the dots and I'm starting to move forward. But it's such a large organization and I don't want to disclose who I work for. So, but it's an, it's a large organization. So if I screw up, I screw up a lot of stuff. Like I'm scared. So now I got to go back and make sure I'm doing my job. But anyways, how was your week? It was good, but also going back on that, it's not your fault because you weren't trained. So what are you supposed to do? I know. I'm using that as my excuse. Even if you guess and try your best, like you could still f*** it up. The fact that (laughs) I, the fact that I haven't been trained, but I am eight weeks in and I'm doing my job, like I don't have my manager on that stuff very often. Like she's not really included onto it and she fully trusts me to kind of do what I need to do. And I'm like, you haven't really... I, I've gotten like 12 hours of in-person training more now because this last week I did like two hours a day. It's not like consistent training. So it's like, oh, you just get an email and a problem. You got to figure out how to do it. And so I've been kind of teaching myself how to do my own job. Yeah. And um, coming from like running your own business, going into a strict organization that has certain processes and certain ways of doing things. You don't know what you don't know unless somebody tells you. Right. That's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. But anyways, how was your week? It was good. Um, (laughs) I felt like it was a really busy week. I don't really remember why, but. Did you have a lot of tours and contracts? You had two contract signings yesterday. Yesterday. That was nuts. Do we want to share what happened? Yeah. So. First of all, we're first come first serve um, on wedding dates. Always has been that way. Yeah. Um, there's there's no way for us to reserve a date that's fair to other people who are also wanting that date. Um, but I had two tours. Well, I had three tours yesterday, but I had two tours that were interested in the same date, and they were about an hour apart from each other. One of the tours came in, and she didn't tell me specifically what date she was interested in on her contact form, but she said fall of 2024, which the only thing we have available Saturday wise was one date in September. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well she's wanting that date. And the other couple had already had their date. I think they maybe had other vendors that were already like picked out and that yeah. was like their date, which yeah. 
they had no flexibility on it. Yeah, I I don't know why, but they were they were certain on this like number date, not necessarily the month, but number. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with their anniversary or something. I don't know. Maybe. But anyways, what the first tour left and she's like, I'll let you know. And I kind of let her know like, hey, the, you know, the tour after you is like interested in this date as well, because mm-hmm. I want to be fair to everyone. And I don't I don't know. It's that's a hard situation to be in. Yeah. But literally like 10 minutes before this next tour, this girl emailed me and was like, hey, I want to go ahead and book that day. So then I had to call the person that was coming in for that tour. You literally, let me just clarify this. You literally picked up the phone before that person even got here, yeah. 10 minutes before their tour, called them and said, hey, that date's been booked. Yeah. Like you called them before. So I just want to make sure that's very clear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but. And, um, but yeah, so. I feel really bad because, you know, sometimes that does happen. And again, it is first come first serve and there's nothing you can really do about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were a little bit upset and I was like, you know, <laughs> dates go fast and it's, especially it's nuts fall. for fall. Yeah. September, October. Now we have no Saturdays open in September and October of 2024. And we're like a year and a half out. Yes. This is 18 months. Yeah. Like I always say, 18 months, book 18 months in advance because you're going to lose your date. If you're wanting a specific date, the chances are so slim. If you're a little bit more flexible, it's easier. And if you're willing to do a Friday or a Sunday, it's way easier. Like you're going to be way surprised. But you called them. You called them. And I don't think people understand that most venues aren't going to do that. We're not. A lot of places aren't intuitively looking at what people want and then saying, oh, I should give them a call before they even get here. And yeah, they drove an hour to get here. But this is how it works. Like when you're wanting to book a venue, you have to have some kind of sense of urgency because a lot of venues book up super quick. Yeah. And um, it's not – if you're looking at, like, a fall date, then, yeah, you have to have way – like, book you have to plan two, way in yeah. advance. 18 months to two We're years. booking into 2025. Yeah. Which I don't think people – I mean, what is the 2025 wedding? It's in November. Yeah. So that's a fall. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally more than two years out. Well, yeah. No, a little less than two years, but still, is it? No, it's it's more than two years. It is more than two years Wait. out. Yeah, because we're in 2023, Holy 2024. Cow. Yeah. yeah. She's so, prepared. Yeah, she <laughs> is prepared. Here's the thing. Though we are almost booked on Fridays full, Yeah, and we have 10 weddings in September and nine in October. So we have 19 weddings in two months. And that is a bulk of our schedule. Like we might say that we do 50 to 60 weddings a year, but they're generally spread out. Yeah. And, but September and October are so heavy on those. Like that's our booking. That's when we are like running ragged, which is funny because that's the end of our season. And we are like so drained, but we have to like power (laughs) through it. It's a lot of Red Bull and a lot of like, I don't know. It's just a lot of energy drinks and coffee at that point. So, um, but yeah, yeah, so basically, if you are wanting a specific date and you are not ba- flexible. Pacific. 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 <laughs> yeah. Pacific. Specific. Spa? Specific. Oh, I said pa. Pacific Ocean. Pacific Ocean. Oh. <laughs> English major. <laughs> um, spa. Spa? Specific. Specific. Gosh. Help. Help. <laughs> uh date you have to like literally have to book that at least 18 months to two years i would recommend if you're already set on a date book it as soon as you can mm-hmm. i mean like the 2025 wedding um they have a specific date yep. that they wanted and I, it's probably something to connect with their anniversary or something yeah and they planned so far in advance. I mean, I think they toured back in like November or December. Yeah. So like they were almost yeah. three years. And it gave, but it gave them time too to really 
think about what venue they wanted. Yeah. Because they started started the process so far in advance that they were able to go to as many tours as they needed to go to. Mm-hmm. They were able to collect as much information. They were in no rush. Yeah. And they could make an educated decision. They could take the time to look at the numbers and look at the service and what's included and really take that into account in their process of selecting a venue. So it gave them a lot of times. So the people who... <laughs> I'm sorry to say this, but the the couples who are looking to book a venue and their weddings in six months, you really don't get to make an educated decision. Like you don't really, you have to kind of rush it. Yeah. I, so you I, don't get to feel it with your heart and like feel it. You're just like, okay, this one works. Let's do it. I do think though it kind of depends on the situation because I will say I, I signed two weddings that are close to, I, I think they're four to five months out probably yeah for this year and just like the situations that they were in were kind mm-hmm. of different like uh I think one of them is going off to, to um college or graduating you know something yeah. and then the other one actually um like had a uh different venue and then mm-hmm. that venue um, fell, through. fell through and yeah. so I mean you are kind of limited once that yeah. six month mark especially limited once that six month yeah um, month mark what? month mark hits but yeah if you're not looking at fall then your options are a little bit more open yeah so it kind of does work out yeah. but, but have yeah. a february march january wedding if you are okay with the weather and okay with having pictures inside and okay with freezing <laughs> then have a wedding in the winter um if you're looking to like plan it real quick Unfortunately, that's really what it comes down to and want to have availability in venue space because once April hits, it's like every weekend we don't have any space. Really, I'm looking at 2024 calendar and it's like pickings like you got slim pickings going on in 2024 right now. 24, 25. Yeah. Events. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so insane it's higher than what it normally is at this time I'm like it's literally that means I, and I say this all the time it's our even years yeah why it happens like this I don't know but I have noticed the trend 2022 we had 55 weddings and then 2023 we're down from that mm-hmm. I think we're at like 50 2024 which now we're looking at I I wouldn't be surprised if we hit that 60 mark yeah I was gonna say you know so it's always higher on the even years. It's uh, and it's lower on the odd years. I yeah. don't understand that, but I think that a lot of people just like even numbers. Yeah. Maybe it's a lot of OCD. Maybe they're my best That's friends. Fair. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, my week was good. Um, I saw I started doing action. We started like really going off on literally, a tangent there. ADHD literally just hit crazy. <laughs> Both of us we were like. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I started DoorDashing um, just for some extra fun money. Yeah. You, you make Take, killer money. Yeah. I'm about to lose you to DoorDash. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, my girlfriend and I, and uh, we take our dog too. And so it's just like a little family trip. And we for usually- a couple only, hours. Yeah. We only work like two but to four hours a like night. 30 to 40 bucks an hour. Yeah. It's DoorDash. insane. Especially like if you do late night, people are just- On a I, weekend. On the weekends. People, I think Get them people drunk. are drunk and they really want their Taco Bell and McDonald's. So. And they'll pay like $25 yeah. to have a taco delivered yeah. to them. I don't even want to know and how much. And it's cold and it's not that good. They're like, I know. That's what I was saying. <laughs> so um, we keep our car like hot yeah. because I'm like, I know that I hate when I order DoorDash and it's cold. You need to get like a little thermal cooler. I know. I know they give you one, but it still works it the same. It doesn't work. Yeah. Like we just keep the car really hot and yeah. I just put it under the vent and just like keep it under there. <laughs> We're top tier door dashers because the other night we ordered DoorDash and literally put in the, the whatever it's hard to find our apartment so yeah. we're like we'll go yeah. downstairs you know we'll meet you at the door it was pouring down rain this door dasher literally pulled up texted my girlfriend and was like hey i'm here and she's like what do you mean you're here i'm standing at the door i'm at the door you're not at the door and he's like oh in my car so you had to go out to the car had to, to get go them? out michaela had to go out that's creepy that's unsafe yeah that is very unsafe going and- out to somebody's car yes in the middle of the night. Yes. I mean, food. it wasn't super late. It was like maybe like eight o'clock, but, but still. And if yeah. you're drunk, you got to make your way down the stairs yeah. to get to them. I'm and like, or, don't, you don't know, do that. you got to make your way out in the parking lot. I would, yeah. I mean, like I'm safe here on my couch. Yeah. 
I know. Please bring uh, it to my door. The, yeah, most of the people are like, leave it at the door. But anyways, DoorDash, yeah, you got to be really eye specific. I roll. roll. <laughs> really specific on, um, you know, if you DoorDash to keep stuff warm because. Yeah. Think about Half if the you time, got cold I'm food. like, why spend? Uh, to me, I so think this money. is just me being like, ha- I don't know. I'm. I don't do anything delivery. Right. Like if I order pizza, I go yeah. and drive to get it because the thing is, is I'm not, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm not a tipper, but <laughs> I just don't like paying delivery plus tip. Yeah. I, I do think that it adds up. If I'm going to play t- pay tip, then I am going to just go to there and just get, because I don't want to pay an extra $5 for it to be delivered. I agree because the delivery tip goes to DoorDash or delivery yeah. fee goes to DoorDash. Yeah. Dashers don't see that. You get the tip, yeah. but it, I think it's, I mean, it's a business, so whatever. But yeah, when you're paying $5 delivery fee and then you have to tip, it's like, well, you just spent like 10 to 15 extra dollars. To that get your you, food brought to you. Cold 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 not even that good Anywho. and <laughs> and it's two miles down the road yeah unless you're drunk please don't drive yeah drunk. don't uh, drunk. order the doordash <laughs> order spend the DoorDash. 20 dollars um <laughs> but yeah so doordash i mean it makes you good money so fun. that's all that matters I, my girlfriend and i think it's like doing side quests yeah we like go to the restaurant pick it up then we gotta go somewhere else it's fun you're off on a quest yeah like oh that's i don't know what on the quest to do but fun stuff that's cute that's cute okay all right enough about that yeah this week (laughs) we're going to talk about things that are missed in the planning process or missed the day of things you forget all the little details that are just kind of overlooked. We get these a lot there. We try to pick out the most common ones that we experience. And then some details because we, I mean, we were looking at the list of like online that from mm-hmm. Google and I'm like, how would you forget that? Yeah. I wh- would not. There's people don't forget that kind of stuff. Like your yeah. marriage license. I know. I can't believe that was on there. Why? I mean, you literally I, I have- maybe, maybe people forget it and we don't because we're not the ones planning and like they send yeah. out a family member to go get it, but we don't hear that very often. Right. I mean, it's always here. Like yeah. at the venue. Yeah. If they have their ceremony here. So yeah. I've never seen anyone miss it. Like whatever. Like I'm just like, how do you miss that? Cause that's like the legality of it all. Yeah. That's the whole point. <laughs> I mean, I thought about not getting and making it official. I was like, maybe we'll just like have this wedding and then, and we'll do it a reception and we just won't sign the marriage license. And then we just technically aren't married. You get a lot of tax breaks being single with kids. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Like, I love you, but not that much. Yeah. Uh, I was like, we've been together. Well, we had Colin before we were even married and we were together four to five years before we even got married. Yeah. So I was like, we already felt Common married. Law married almost at that point. Yeah. yeah. We already felt married. Like we already felt like a family and it wasn't, it just made it. I think the one thing is it changed my last name. Yeah. I wanted my last name to be the same as my kids. So. I do like your last name. Yeah, heart. Cute. <laughs> I always have to say it's H A R T, not no E. I said not like the shape, not <laughs> like the shape. But my kids love it because Chloe will like she knows how to spell her name now, uh-huh. so she'll write Chloe and then she'll just put a heart. Oh. And I and I do that too on my signatures. That's I always cute. do Kaylee Hart and then put a heart. So um, I like my last name now, yeah. but that's my cute. name before was Miller. Pretty common, but yeah. So. I mean, these details, though, are pretty common. They're usually missed. There's some of them are items. Some of them are things that you need to do that yeah. you just kind of space and forget on. So the first one is a cake cutting set. And we say this because people forget about if they have a tiered cake, mm-hmm. cutting it. Yeah. And then they're like, what are we going to cut our cake with? And then they come to us and we're like, now we have a set yeah. for emergencies because we know that people forget it all the time, but we're not planners. This isn't something that we should have to always provide and it's not something, but we do it out of, out of a like complimentary kind of thing. Um, they don't get to take the set home. This is our set from the cake, like from the kitchen. Yeah. And if they don't choose a cake cutting service through us, because we do charge additional to cut cakes because it is a lot of work. It is literally uh, my worst nightmare. Like you hate cutting cakes. Literally my worst nightmare would consist of a wedding where I had to cut cakes. 
literally that would just yeah. be the entire nightmare well it the first so one that bad. you did i had to come from my brother's graduation <laughs> yeah. party here and i was like okay let me show you how to cut this cake because it was so many though I yeah think they can night- be like three or four I think we had like a three-tiered cake and, and that wedding was like cakes. 300 people though it was so bad and Keely's like yeah you got this and I was like and I brought two kids help. with me I was like come on I brought my sister I brought my friends my uh, sister's friend and I was like we're gonna help cut cut this cake because we had like and then the complexity behind it too I think people forget to assign someone to cut the cake yeah they'll have this three-tiered cake and then they'll have cupcakes and the cupcakes will be gone and they're like what do we do with this three-tiered cake? Right. Well, you got to cut it. And then they think, we'll cut it. I'm like, that's a certain, like, we charge yeah. to have that done. Service, well, yeah. and we have plastic forks and yep. silverware that we provide with it. And if we don't do the cake cutting set or cake cutting service, then we don't provide that plasticware. Like, it's up to you to provide your plates, your silverware, things for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're a catering company, but that's just for dinner. And also, so. it's expensive to, I mean, because there were uh, yeah. times last year where, you know, we would provide those. And it we would were cost like, us about $100 yeah. an event to provide forks and plates and disposable ware for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But we had like older contracts last year that that wasn't really a part of. And mm-hmm. so people were like, oh, well, can we just have some like plastic plates? Mm-hmm. And then we'd be like, uh. Hopefully we have them <laughs> because we don't, we, I mean, we keep them for appetizers. Like right. if we know we're having appetizers, we'll double check our inventory to make sure that those small plates are there. But if we're not having appetizers, that's not on our mind to make sure we have. Yeah. So sometimes we're running on like a hundred inventory, like a hundred small six inch plates. And they're like, can we have some plates? Good thing we keep extras. Like if people leave them over from a wedding, we yeah. will take the extras and put them in the back just in case if somebody needs them. Right. Um, so that's like our stash. And but, you know, that's part of being a caterer is like and venue. That's our service. I'm telling you that other caterers and other venue, they don't do that. Or they, don't they do will, that. and then they'll charge you for it. A crazy amount. Yeah. Yeah, we'll charge if it's directly from our inventory. But if we have right. some leftovers, like, that another wedding had, and they left a couple, we'll throw them in the back, and then we'll give those out for free. Like, we're not going to charge for somebody else's stuff that they left. Yeah. But if it's directly from our inventory, we charge for those. Um, but, yeah, people forget the cake cutting set. They forget the someone to cut the cake. They forget the silverware, the plates, that kind of stuff. And that's why we specifically specifically ask Mm -hmm. 30 days before the wedding do you want cake cutting service and if they say yes then we explain what it includes and if they say no we say okay make sure you bring these items and you have this planned it's a specific thing that we talk about and it is actually a big category that we talk about on at 30 days yeah because people just assume that we'll do it and it's in the contract that we don't yeah so it's talked about beforehand but we remind them at that time So um, another thing that people forget when they do their own decorating Mm -hmm. and not through us, it's lighters. Yeah, all the time. Can we have lighters? I can't even tell you how many times people have just taken our lighters. And they disappear. (laughs) They disappear. And they're not cheap. They're Uh, not cheap. So we end up having to, you know, make sure we write on the the lighter. Uh Eden's property, make sure you return. So, um, but I always at the beginning of the year, I buy a bunch of lighters and Mm -hmm. like a big bulk pack from Costco and I throw them in, you know, the closet. So then that way we can let people use those because that is the one thing that people forget when it's time to decorate their wedding. They'll have all the candles ready and nothing to light them with. And I was going to say, and having someone to light them. Oh yeah. That's, that's also another thing is like when people do decor on their own, and then say like they have it all set up and then you know they're at the ceremony and I'm like standing out there like freaking out because I'm like the candles aren't lit am I supposed to light the candle even though I know I'm I'm not supposed to but I'm thinking like Mm -hmm. do they want me to and they just forgot to ask me or like last year our morning assistant I would always be like did they tell you to light the candles yeah and she's like no and then they'd be like hey we asked you to light the candles and I'm like uh, what yeah <laughs> and it's you know if they do if we do the decor we know we're lighting yeah. candles so if it's our decor we're like yep we got the candles down like that's lit but if you bring in your own decor we expect the client to have somebody to do that because yeah. part of our service and I, I I mean I talk so business wise like this is a business so part of our service is to provide 
the service of lighting candles and making sure that's taken care of. If you don't opt for that service through us, that's not our our responsibility. Yeah. So our responsibility is the venue and the building and the grounds and the catering and the bar service. Mm -hmm. Our responsibility is not to make sure your decor is how you want it to be. That is your responsibility. And I, I, it comes off very strong. People have to realize too, like it is a business and this is behind the scenes talk, you know, um, we're not trying to sugarcoat anything. It's, this is how a business operates. And when you add something to our list, we've already got 20 different things that we're thinking of and we're managing. And to add that to our list, we're there to help you. But, you know, to a certain extent, and we want to make sure, I mean, we jump in where we need to jump in, of yeah. course. But we always try to make sure clients know if you're doing your own decor, make sure you have this set up because, and somebody designated. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that kind of goes back. Like, you know, if the client asks us, yeah, that's fine. If it's nothing like major and, you know, like we don't have a ton going on right then, then that's fine. But But don't be mad at us when we try to tell you, hey, we've got appetizers going out. We need to make sure that's done. I've got bars starting in five minutes and I've got soft drinks that just ran out. I don't have time to light your candles. Can you find somebody else to do that? Like we have other things going on. So we can't always drop what we're doing to immediately light candles. Right. So if this was a conversation beforehand, that's a different story. We can plan accordingly. But if it's something that's last minute and not planned up, like planned for, there's nothing, you know, sometimes we can't do it. Yeah. So anyways. Oh, that was a long rant about lighters. Lighters. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one, um, people always forget scissors too. Yeah. We're always passing out scissors. We go through a bunch of scissors too. Literally. No, All the I time. I swear they grow legs and run away. Even when we don't have events, we always lose the damn scissors. scissors. Always. We're like, where did they go? Yeah. Always losing scissors. And we have to write on those too. Yeah. Eden's property. Please return. Yeah. Because they end up in a bag and they're gone. Yeah. So, um, and then people are like, where are your scissors? I'm like, well, the last wedding took them. them, So I'm sorry. I don't have scissors for you. Bring scissors just in case you need to cut ribbon, just in case you need to open boxes. I don't know. Just make sure you have them. Yeah. Card boxes too. People forget those all the time. Right. It doesn't even have to be like a card box. Yeah. So to say, like I've seen people use like, um, like bird bird cages cages or you know it's just a box of any kind or I have this specific um, family that has a wishing well that they pass down from every wedding everyone whoops what's a wishing well you don't know what a wishing well is so it's kind of like um a hole (laughs) it's a hole in the ground but there's always usually on top of that hole in the it's a well you know what a well is right? yeah okay like an actual wishing ground like a okay so kind of so on top of the well or there's like this wood sometimes cement um kind of cage thing and then Mm -hmm. they have like um a a roof over the top and it like you just toss pennies in a wishing well okay have you do you know what i'm talking yes, about i i thought you meant decor wish a wishing well no 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 so like but like a wish like a, a no not outside wait what talking about? i okay we're, i gotta show you google hold on we're googling okay so it's just like this oh like this thing yes that's okay. it yeah okay. so that's a wishing well and they will throw in that's cute they'll throw in like um cards and stuff and money and whatever into this wishing well and on this wishing well they have like initials and wedding dates of everybody that's used the wishing well in the family oh, that's cute. so it's a really cute tradition um that they they pass down within the family and i a lot of the members have had weddings here so i i know specifically this wishing well a lot of the members the members of the family there we go <laughs> um so a lot of the family members passed down this wishing well and it's just really cute it's just a cute idea but it doesn't have to be necessarily a box it can be really anything that you want it to be right we've had terrariums that are used we've had um you know Wishing wells, we've had bird cages. It just something to hold these cards. Yeah, Yeah. because I mean, not that anyone's going to steal the cards, but you literally never know. You know, just not that people will steal them, but just for the security of the cards, and also don't put those by the door. Yeah, and also so they're all in one place, and like, yeah, I don't know. You know, all it takes is one person to accidentally hit the table, and oh, the card fell and it went under the table, and you're never going to find it. And you know, I don't know until you leave, and then we find it, and we're like, well, dang. 
where they, yeah. you know, the we fifty dollars. They're Uncle off Tim. on their honeymoon and they can't get it for another thirty days. So, just yeah, make sure you have something to put them in that can be taken with you. Even our decor service, I stopped providing card boxes because people were taken off with my card boxes and never returning them. So I was like, I'm done. I went through yep. four card boxes in yeah, a year. Uh, but I think this, you know, we do have another thing talking about uh, having someone to pick up you know, all the decor and yep. stuff afterwards that you yep. bring in, all the gifts and stuff. Um, also on that, you should make a list, a little tiny list of stuff that is yours and stuff that is not. Because sometimes people do rent like, um, you know, the easel from us and, yes. a, and a card box and yes. the cake stands. And, mm-hmm. and then when people take off with them, we're like, hey, can you bring back the cake stands you took? And then it's crickets. Yeah. And then like, we, and that's okay. the reason why we have a damage deposit. I'll take it out. Right. You yeah. know, but I'll take out the, what it costs to purchase a new one because yeah. we don't get them back. Sometimes I don't realize that they're gone. <laughs> yeah, until, where's that damn card box? I'm like, uh. They took it last week. I weekend. don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, oh crap. Or they took it two months ago. I'm like, well, I already get, it's long yeah, gone it's now. <laughs> um, yeah. And but, make sure you have designated people to take things home and designated yeah. people to do the cleanup process because a lot of people are so invested the couple spend so much time planning the decor out, planning out who's going to set up, planning out who's going to light the candles, planning mm-hmm. out, but they forget the final piece. And that's who's cleaning up, who's picking up all the decor. Yeah. Now here we do all the big cleanup, like mopping the floors and picking up the table stuff and making sure like cups and plates and all that kind of stuff are picked up and we do the linens. But the decor, if it's brought in from elsewhere, they have to make a plan to have that picked up. And if they're wasted, you can't leave that stuff to us. We'll just, yeah, we're not cleaning it up or we're going to charge a hefty fee to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, because it's going to take us hours. And a lot of times it's parents. And if you don't want your parents to do it, you need to find somebody else to do it. And it's just this whole process of making sure you've got all your boxes checked on the service side. If you're not going to hire people to do it, then you need to have a designated person. Yeah. So, and the cleanup is the one thing that people forget and then they're wasted and they're struggling. They're yeah, struggling. They take two hours to pick up a table. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know. They don't have anybody to take the food home, the extra cake. What are mm-hmm. you going to do with the extra cake? Do you know? Have you had a plan for that? Right. Do you have space in your freezer? Because, you know, there's, there's so many little things that people forget about and that's just one of them. Yeah. But, uh, kind of going hand in hand with that is a uh, point of contact. Um, so obviously day of wedding, we don't want to have to come to you if there's any issues or if there's, we have any questions about something. We hate bugging. Yeah. Our it's, it's just weird. Yeah. I feel really bad. Cause I'm like, I know we've already gone over this or like, you know, sometimes yeah. we just overthink things or like we notice something and we're like, Ooh, is that supposed to be that way? Yeah. So just having a, per- a person of contact, usually yeah. it's like the parents, um, or a good friend or make someone. sure it's somebody who knows yeah. the process here. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's somebody who knows the kind of the contract who's yeah. Who's up to date. Uh, usually I would say it's like the parents who have been along yeah. in the process yeah. or whatever. But if you yeah. have a day of coordinator, sometimes yeah. we have day of coordinators. We don't have a lot of them. Yeah. We, we get maybe two or three a year. I think it's because we provide so much service. A lot of people don't need day of coordinators. But if you have a day of coordinator, they should know your contract. Make sure they have a copy of our contract mm-hmm. because there's so much information in that. Um, make sure that they have a copy of the photographer contract to make sure they have all those details and that person knows exactly what's going on somebody who is really up to date on the process with your vendors because a parent could have been there at all the meetings with you so that's probably going to be the other point of contact because if you're out there you know doing your first look and we have an emergency that comes up we don't want to bug you right we don't want to bug anybody on their wedding day we just want things to go smoothly smoothly and the last person we want to bring up an issue to is the couple right so yeah, making sure you have that point of contact. That way it's easier for us and yeah. easier for you because yep. I mean, a lot of the times, not that there's ever like huge issues, but if there is, I usually go to whoever the point of contact is and just kind of let them know and, you know, we sort it out, but it becomes a big deal when the couple finds out about yes. it, you know? So yeah. as long as we can get stuff done and we can kind of buffer trying to worry them yeah. a little bit by having a point of contact, because if you're wanting a stress-free day, have somebody else handle the little tiny things, because mm-hmm. sometimes there's little tiny things we have to bring attention to. It's not a major issue, but if you're already stressed out about it, 
it's going to just ruin the day. So have somebody yeah. else that can really ha- be, have a level head. You can focus on getting married and um, we can bring little tiny things about like, do you have lighters for the mm-hmm. candles? So who Who is supposed to light those candles? And we can talk to them about it and not you. So, and they can kind of figure out a person to do that. But, you know, other than that, little things that are missed too is like when you come in for the, in the morning, do you want to start off this way? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. When you come in in the morning and the things that you need, if you're getting ready off site and you're not getting ready at someone's house or whatever, um, like in our bridal suite, people forget blow dryers because they'll come with their hair wet. And I know so many hairstylists that do not bring blow dryers. Mm -hmm. They don't, they don't work with the wet hair and they don't bring, bring blow dryers. So I necessarily agree with that. No, but it's their business. So make sure, you know, I've thought about keeping a blow dryer here just to make sure that, you know, if you have wet hair, a lot of the times it's the bridesmaids that come with wet hair because they don't know your contract and what needs to be done. Like, you're you're responsible for relaying that information to them from the hairstylist and their contract, but sometimes that information goes missing and they come in with wet hair thinking their hair is going to air dry in time and it doesn't, and now they have to wait to get their hair done or they're outside trying to blow it in the wind <laughs> or they're in the bathroom trying to like damp, like dry it out with towels or whatever. Um, but make sure you have that. If you have any accessories, don't forget your veil. Don't forget any earrings, of jewelry, of anything. Any kind. Yeah, um, different shoes. I know a lot of people will like wear shoes to the ceremony and then yeah. change into more comfortable choices yeah. for yeah. the reception. Um, and some which, people have emergency kits too. Yeah. So, so if you have an emergency kit that you planned on, I think the one thing that if the one thing that is needed most of all an emergency kit is safety pins. Um, yes. tampons, pads, things yep. like that. Um, what else is there? Uh, boonier pin, yeah. pins, pain, allergy pain meds. Yep, allergy meds. Um, yeah, I would, I was, um, maid of honor in a wedding and that morning my allergies were horrible. Luckily I remembered to bring my allergy meds, but there you, go. you know, there's it, the last thing you want is like runny nose and eyes on your makeup. Yeah. And a lot of places, like I think Amazon even makes like pre-made like emergency, emergency kits, kits and they're just like super simple. Um, but you can also make your own. I don't know. Like, Sometimes they can cost a lot of money. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't so know what the Go travel size as much as possible. But, um, you know, the main things in that is safety pins. We get a lot of safety a pin lot, requests. Yeah. Um, a lot of boutonniere pins because those will break or bend, you know, so just make sure you have that kind of designated. Another thing that people forget, and this isn't on our list is figuring out if the vendors aren't bringing the cake and desserts, how they're storing that, if it needs to be chilled or because usually caterers won't allow you to put that in their fridge. Like we don't allow um, desserts and things in our fridge because we don't want contamination. Mm-hmm. We also don't want to be liable. At one time I had an ice cream cake okay. and the ice cream cake melted uh, because my freezer defrosted in the middle of an event. And yeah, I, it was after the wedding. Thank goodness they had already cut the cake. But for some, I had an old freezer at the time, and yeah. it just defrosted in the middle of a wedding, and their ice cream Gosh. cake was melting. All Luckily, over. they're neighbors. Yeah. So they live – I could see their house from here. So they – I found a groomsman that I knew and I said, hey, we got to find something to do with this. And he was like, I'll take it back to their house and put it in the deep freeze. But I had no idea they were having an ice cream cake. Yeah. I had no clue. And so Dairy Queen delivers this ice cream cake Mm -hmm. and I don't know what to do with it. We don't usually put that in our freezers, but luckily I had enough space because most of the time, you know, we don't even have mm-hmm. space yeah. to put things. And then, you know, there there's cupcakes or something that somebody wants to keep cooled. A lot of times, as long as you're doing like a buttercream or that stuff will hold up at room temp. Right. You don't really have to worry about it too much, but people overthink it mm-hmm. and, and want to have it chilled. It doesn't need to be chilled the day of. It needs to be chilled overnight if you're going to yeah. have it sit out overnight. But generally, you can bring it that morning, set it out on the table, and it's fine. So if you can't, make sure you have coolers. Make sure you have something that you can – or contact your caterer or your venue staff and make sure there's accommodations for that and right. what the regulations are behind that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think – the like the desserts and stuff like we don't put things in our coolers is in our contract it is so but you know that that kind of stuff you want to make sure that you have a plan for yeah so um kind of going like off of desserts uh 
another thing that is missed a lot and it doesn't really pertain to us since we are caterers but yeah um a lot of the times at different venues I will say it's never really an issue here because we always have extra but I have heard like horror stories from other vendors at different venues that the couples didn't get vendor meals so then the photographer videographer you know these people that have been on their feet just as long as you have are like starving yeah they've been there all day yeah and working it, with it's you. It's like, I mean, sometimes they bring like snacks and stuff, but it's just, it, I feel like it's just common courtesy yeah. to make sure that like, hey, do I need to pay extra for my photographer, videographer, yeah. or can we just, you know, yeah. can we, we just work it or whatever. On the catering end, we generally overage by 10% a little mm-hmm. bit because we run a buffet, but generally that means that we'll have a little bit left over for our staff. So yeah, we'll yeah. let our staff eat. I think that's courtesy to let our staff eat whatever's kind of left. They don't right. eat beforehand. They never do. Um, But if there's anything left over, our staff will take a quick 15, 20 minute break to eat something because, I mean, Taylee's here from sometimes 8 a.m. until 11 to 12. (laughs) 7.30. (laughs) 7.30 in the morning (laughs) until 11.30, 12 o'clock at night. And that's a long time to go without eating and to not have anything. And then when dinner comes, we're watching all this food go out and we're like, so hungry Uh and so we have to wait we always do wait but if there's leftovers then we'll we'll grab a plate or something our security officer our bartenders we plan for that we don't even we don't require clients to pay for that right because that's a lot of people I mean we generally will have between eight to Mm twelve people working at at an event so but other vendors besides us photographers DJs um photo booth yeah Sometimes we have the chocolate fountain company here, mm-hmm. them, uh, and I mean, plan for all the vendors other than like your catering staff. Yeah. To have it's meals. Just, I mean, even if, you know, if you have extra, you have extra and you take it yeah. home anyway. So yeah. And contracts generally for photographers have that in there. I have yeah. noticed a lot of DJs and photographers have in their contract that you have to provide them a meal at, at the yeah. reception. I feel like that's fair. That is very fair. Yeah. Very. So because they can't just leave like, hey, I'm just going to go to the subway. Real- yeah. No. And they require that they're like right after the bridal party in line. So then yeah. that way they ha- they can hurry up and eat and then get back to f- taking photos. Yeah. Like they're not going to take photos of you eating your food. Exactly. So let them eat while you're eating. And yeah. then so a lot of times I'll see the photographers right in mm-hmm. line after the bridal party. Or, yeah. Sorry. Wedding party. Yeah. Speaking of like vendor meals and things mm-hmm. like that, I think clients saying couples forget about an efficient yeah yeah they always they always send me an email three Mm -hmm. months before the wedding we don't have an efficient who can we have officiate and do you know anybody you can literally get ordained online anybody i'm ordained ordained. but don't ask me to do your wedding yeah i'm Um, just an emergency if i need to be i might butcher your last name Oh, yeah. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we did. I think <laughs> Where that was... I said their last name in like 20 different yeah. ways. And you're like, I'll never do that again. Yep. I am <laughs> never officiating a wedding again. I, I have my degree in communication, but public speaking is not my forte. Yeah, me either. So I, mean, I don't have a degree in that, but. Yeah. And I, I don't want to be, I don't want to officiate a wedding, but that's what people forget the most. And if you don't have somebody to marry you, that yeah, is that's kind of the important. whole reason why you're here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, anyone can get ordained these days. Have you're, a friend do it. Yeah. If they're that friend, silly, family, goofy friend yep. that likes to stand up and, you know, likes attention. Yep. <laughs> they might really be good at it. Yeah. A friend or a sometimes DJs that'll be, I know, Lift the Night offers yep. that, um, you know, package. Yep. Um, you never know who's ordained. I feel like so many people are. That yeah. It, it's so easy to find someone or get yeah. someone. I, I don't even think it costs a lot of money to get it's ordained. Like, Actually, it's free. Oh, okay. You can get ordained for free. Um, some states are really, really um, particular about the paperwork that's submitted mm. with the wedding certificate. So you have to send in a copy of like your certificate being ordained. Yeah. But most Indiana's not. Yeah. Indiana, Ohio, they're like they sure, don't care. They're ordained. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to tell them you're ordained. They just assume you are. So somebody. This is horrible, but somebody doesn't even have to be ordained to marry you in Indiana. Really? For real. They don't check. Oh my God. I called the marriage license don't office. Try that. Yeah, don't try that. <laughs> uh, I called the marriage license office after I got ordained and asked them specifically, what do I need to send with the paperwork? And they said, the marriage license completed. And I said, that's it? 
Like you don't need to know no if I'm check. nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like you don't need to have my paperwork or like anything for me. No. We and she goes to be honest. We really don't even check if you're ordained or not. That, that, the marriage, yeah, like that. Allen County uh, <laughs> marriage, like license office, they don't check if you're ordained. So. But don't try that, please, because I would really hate for your wedding to not be legal if that yeah. is the case, if they do decide and then to sue check. sue Kaylee. Sue Kaylee. Because I just outed False them. False advertising. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and another thing that is kind of missed um, is backup plan if there's bad weather. Um, yep. I wouldn't say here because we do. We stay on top of that. Yeah, we do have a pretty good backup plan and it's already put out there as soon as they sign a contract like yeah. hey if the weather's gross this is what we do yeah. this is how we'll go about it yeah. um and we know like our weddings in april may mm-hmm. september october we're always very very just honest about okay you're booking a wedding in april and you want to have an outside wedding just know that it might be 30 degrees mm-hmm. and it might be raining yeah so, but we have a plan 24 hour, hours in advance. We need to know. Yep. We don't like the day of flip flop. Mm-hmm. And I think that in your plan for having a backup plan for bad weather, don't have a plan for flip flopping the day of. Yeah. Make that plan 24 hours in advance. Look at the weather. If it's higher than 30% at the time of the ceremony, call it inside. Yeah. I know sometimes that sucks because you do have this vision of having an yeah, outdoor or, um, you know, vice versa. But at the end of the day, like it is what it is. And yeah. I mean, if you want to look like a wet dog in your yeah, photos and have ahead. it outside, go ahead. Yeah. I've seen some really pretty yeah, photos of weddings in the rain. Yeah. And I, it's I do, fine. I do think that if it's, you know, again, planned accordingly, yeah. then it could be fine. Yeah. Um, some people don't mind it. I personally, if it was just like rain like drizzling yeah. I'd be yeah. fine I'd be like fuck it you can yeah. sit in the rain <laughs> yeah bring an umbrella yeah bring an umbrella I mean my um, wedding I got married in the rain yeah I remember you saying and that. um I wasn't happy about that though yeah you said you I did like not want dog. that yeah and I didn't have um here's another thing the wedding planner that I hired she's no longer in business because yeah. she was not a good wedding planner and I spent a lot of money on her I wish I didn't but um that was one regret usually there's usually one regret that you'll have and that's that's mine so um you know, it rained the day of and we had no plan. Mm-hmm. She did not plan on a backup. I had no tents. I had nothing for outside. Um, it was never discussed where would we do it if it rains. Yeah. Nothing was ever developed for that. There was literally no option. And that's a wedding planner's job. Yeah. Is to make sure you have a plan B. And then so my dad had he worked on the fire department. So he called the fire department and was like, Hey, do you have any of these tents that we can pop up? Mm -hmm. So then that way I had 50 people at my ceremony that way they could sit under a tent. Yeah. And, um, we were under a pergola, so we were able to stay dry, but I had to walk down the aisle with an umbrella. Yeah. And, um, because it was downpouring, like it wasn't just a drizzle. It was literally raining the entire time. So, yeah, my makeup was running down my face. Um, I had cried before that because I was so – I think it, what it was is because it was raining and my grandma's face, like, was in, like, full disgust. I was really – it was family drama. But my grandma just looked like she was – which she has RBF anyways. But my grandma just looked like she was – not happy, not comfortable. And that's not what I wanted. I wanted my guests to be comfortable and be able to focus on the moment and not focus on being soaking wet. So, and my family had to figure out the day of and rush around the day of my now husband's out there setting up a ceremony tent the day of, um, because we didn't have a backup plan. Yep. So, and I didn't have a venue to have a backup plan. So, (laughs) It was up to me. And that's if you don't have a venue that has an indoor option, you need to have a tent ready and have even if you call a rental company to have a tent on standby Mm -hmm. for that pickup the day before you can make that decision the day before. If it looks like there's going to be, you know, really rainy weather or whatever, then call and have it ready to go. And then you you pay like 50 percent deposit and so at least you've got, yeah, you might lose a little bit of money, but you won't, if you don't need it, then you can cancel it and yep. you lose 50%. I think that's worth it. Yeah. But, I um, too. yeah, have a backup plan for that weather. And rain is not the only bad weather. Yep. I think wind, wind is just as bad. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, there was wind out here the other day and like, it was so bad yesterday. I thought it was going to blow away. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I think it was also the day before that too. 
It's windy. it well out here. There's nothing to block yeah. it. We're literally on 24 acres of just grassy plains. Yeah. So, so the wind cuts straight through the property and. The one thing I find with the wind is people put fabric on the arches and it parachutes them. So I'm starting to warn people on like if you put fabric on the arch, just know your arch might fly, like fly away in the yeah. middle of the wedding or fall down. Yeah. And it, because it doesn't matter how much sandbag is on there, if that wind is strong and you have this huge, it's just going, I mean, it could parachute me away. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, it's not going to, it's not going to help in any way. So try to make it as like less parachute as possible right less parachute no parachutes <laughs> no parachutes please. please um yeah so i think the last thing to talk about which is kind of funny because it's like an exit thing um is uh transportation um how are you getting your yeah. drunk home how are you getting home how is your bridal party getting home a lot of a lot of sorry wedding party um how are they getting home you yeah. know uh a lot of people will do like the big trolleys or the party big, bus uh party buses yeah. or like we've even had the big charter buses yeah you know because everyone was staying in the same area so yep. they were like let's just rent out these two charter buses and get everyone home which is really cool or to the hotel wherever right, yeah. yeah yeah um so i mean that's a really cool option but i do think that that can be kind of pricey so it can you know having a dd and you know trying to figure out who's scheduling going. ubers you can yep. schedule ubers out here right and having an uber xl mm-hmm. or something to get you know what six, six people seven, home yeah. you know that that gives you an option to schedule that way in advance yeah so do that mm-hmm. um or have a dd set up Make sure they know their DD setup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's all I really have on this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think good. this is a, a pretty hefty. Uh, yeah. I, there's a lot of information, but this is just, everybody forgets something and there's probably something yeah. we haven't covered on this because we forget it. Right. Yeah. There's <laughs> it's so many, one big circle. There's so many things to remember. And also it's okay if you forget some of this. Yeah. Like that's why you have vendors. a wedding party or vendors or whoever, because you know, if you forget your blow dryer, then you know, you're or scissors. We gotcha. Yeah. We usually will have scissors. But we want to pre-warn you that these are the one things that people generally forget. Yep. A, a wedding. And sometimes they forget all of this at one time. <laughs> and sometimes it's a lot. none of this exists. Sometimes we have a wedding that's, it's our type A brides who think about every single thing mm-hmm. and like structure it that this generally isn't like a major big deal. Yeah. But then we get our type B brides that are like, oh, I didn't even think about that because they were just like, I'm just so happy to get married, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, but we have those couples that forget a lot of things. And so hopefully this helps you in some way with the planning process. And I think it will help somebody. I hope it helps somebody. And it takes a little bit of a, of a, I cannot talk today. <laughs> it takes a little bit off of our plate for our clients that do listen. So then that way they know, oh, we need scissors. We need a blow dryer just in case or, you know, whatever. So, Okay, you you ready to sign out? You. Signing Signing out with much love. We've gotten really good at that. We want to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you love what you hear, give us a rating and follow on whatever platform you're listening. If you want to see more of our shenanigans, you can find us on Instagram at The Eden Events. You can also find us on our website at TheEdenEvents.com. We hope to see you next time.